Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. It's been a couple of weeks. How has your couple of weeks been going? Oh, it's been going actually pretty darn well. Yeah? Yeah. So, That's good to hear. Yeah. I got, I got a new toy. Oh? Yeah. So uh, right before the new year, I got an email uh, from PlayStation that they sent me a, uh, a code to be able to buy a PS5. So I got really? a PS5. Yeah. What? yeah <laughs> what right you didn't buy me one i didn't unfortunately I they we are friends man <laughs> i i love you but not 500 dollars. love you <laughs> understandable <laughs> right right <laughs> so i got that going uh i'm also gonna be in the market to get a new tv because i don't think my tv will look like the games won't look as great with the tv i have Mm. So I should probably invest in a new one, but that's down the line. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Other than that, I did see three movies in the two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Which movies? So I saw Kingsman. Uh-huh. I saw Matrix. Mm-hmm. And I saw Nightmare Alley. Very nice. Okay. Uh, Let's... Let's hear about Nightmare Alley first. So, that movie, am I wrong? Was it marketed as a horror movie? Kind of. It was like a like a thrillery kind of mystery-ish. With a little, like, fantasy a little bit? Cause, yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, it was Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people were kind of thinking, like, horror, thriller, kind of weird creature-esque kind of stuff. So it's absolutely not that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. It, it, there's no part of it that is scary. So I think you would enjoy it. Um, it's good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought for it being advertised as a horror movie and then completely not, it still kept me entertained. And that's all I need in a movie. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Kingsman, mm-hmm. I also enjoyed that one. Um, I didn't think it was as funny as the as the first two. I felt like this one's more serious. Okay, okay. So I mean, that, I it, mean it did kind of seem that way from the from the previews too. Like like the once it starts to uh, to acknowledge how ridiculous it is, then it starts to get very very good. But then before that, it's just so serious that I was like, really? Is this a Kingsman movie? But mm. it, it is. But um, yeah, if you go in there knowing that, I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay. Okay. And now, yes. The Matrix. <laughs> You're um, laughing. No, I, I, I liked it. Okay. It was. I will agree with your whole uh, complaint about the fighting. Okay. Okay. Um, I I also thought that the reason that things are in both the Matrix world and uh, the real world, it like it really all makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I really didn't have a problem with that. Um, and I also wish that a lot of the returning characters would have come back. Because it was just really weird to have other actors playing them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I could see why for Morpheus. See, I could too. Um, and then, obviously, we talked about it for Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. That it, uh, they did want Hugo Weaving back. They just couldn't get the schedule working. Mm-hmm. But, okay. yeah, like, it made sense to me. It most certainly did. I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Did you watch anything? Um, did I watch anything? I don't remember. Oh no, I really don't remember. Uh, did I? Had I told you that I watched Encanto? Yes, you did. Yeah, okay. we talked about that last episode. 
I've been watching Book of Boba Fett. Me too, yep. But I th- we didn't really have any other movies that were coming out, though, right? Right. Uh, that would have been... So our last episode was Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that would have been talking about... No, we talked about Matrix. See, it's been two weeks. I don't remember anymore, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of... I'm just... I think... I think we should just go ahead and hop into some movie news. Let's hop on in. Alrighty. Well, these past couple of weeks have been um, taking away a few people from us. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, first we had Betty White Mm -hmm. pass away, you know, just a couple of weeks before her 100th birthday. Right. Oh, I know. Which, I mean, absolutely is sad, but it was, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it was was really great comedic timing on her part, where Mm -hmm. she had a full... You know, full magazine spread of what she was doing for her 100th birthday and all the stuff, her career and everything like that. And then she passes away before it. Right. After after it's on the shelves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the magazine was just like, great timing, Betty. (laughs) Right. Right. But no, like, you know, just kind of going with with Betty White. Like, yeah, her her career (laughs) was incredible. Oh, it was Um, for sure. And, you know. Did you know that she had her own show? Her own show? She did. Like, I know she was on, you know, Golden Girls and, uh, like, uh, what was it? Hot in Cleveland, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. In um, 1977, The Betty White Show. Did she really? I did not know that. Or, sorry, not 1977. Wow. Um, 1952. She had The Betty White <laughs> okay. Show. Okay. Um, and then, apparently, so, I mean, this was this was the mid-50s. One of her regular performers was a tap dancer named Arthur Duncan. Really? Okay. Who was also the first black person to be a series regular on a talk show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once her show went national, television stations in the South threatened to boycott if Duncan remained on the show. And Betty White was like, yeah, no, I'm, he stays. Live with it. Like her, her direct quote, it looks like here, is, I'm sorry, but, you know, he stays. Live with it. Yep. And then they canceled their show. Jeez. Like they, they would keep, they kept on changing the time slot. Mm-hmm. And then they canceled it on December 31st of 1954. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Sh- 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 she was breaking the rules even back then. That's awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, like that, by the way, it was great. Um, oh, she was. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, the next one, next person that we heard about was actually uh, Sidney Poitier. Yep. Mr. Tibbs. Right. <laughs> which, you know, just basically if you if you study anything in film or anything like that, you you know Sidney's name. Mm-hmm. And In the Heat of the Night was just a, 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 a an incredibly groundbreaking film. Um, and then when, you know, our generation grew up and had a chance to watch it we were all confused mm-hmm. as to why Sidney Poitier was uh, quoting Pumbaa right um, <laughs> which yeah that that that's a whole other thing but it's like mm-hmm. oh you you went through and in a children's movie decided to quote a, an incredibly you know racially charged scene in a <laughs> in a movie from way back in the day okay yeah mm-hmm. that's uh that's something Right. <laughs> uh, uh. But yes, and the the last person that we heard about recently, uh, what, yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, like last. As of recording, yeah. Yep. Uh, is that Bob Saget has passed away? That's just so sad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and so they they found him Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but like earlier Sunday morning, he had done a show. And he was still like tweeting his stuff at like three forty-five in the morning, saying that, you know, the show he he's so happy and he's re-addicted to, you know, going on tour and doing these shows and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And he just had so much fun with it. Well, he was just in Minnesota not that long ago too. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, because he did his stand-up act. Right, right. But yeah, now and it you know sounded like he was really excited about all of his uh, shows coming up in twenty twenty-two, and then. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's he's uh he's gone. Yeah, I I I wonder what's going to come up with the reason. 
I mean, obviously they said that it wasn't like a, a suicide or any drug overdoses or anything like that. So right, right. It must just be natural causes. He was sixty-five. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't with, think you wouldn't think at sixty-five that that would happen, but yet you just never know. Yeah, well, especially with the kind of life that he he lived. Mm-hmm. You know, he he'd always been kind of a very um, I wouldn't necessarily say vulgar, but edgy comic. Oh, very edgy, yes. <laughs> like, even, even before his Full House days. Mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of people were very confused when he was cast as Danny Tanner in Full yeah, House. right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. He could, after that, he could never really kind of get away from it. And he did mm-hmm. AFV as well. And he did all of his stand-up. He did 1 versus 100. Yep. He did a few other TV shows that I can't think of off the top of my head. Oh, he's been in, uh, I'd say to just name a couple, I would say he, he played the dad in How, How I Met Your Mother as the right. voice. Right. Um, he was obviously Danny Tanner in both Full House and then Fuller House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he does his countless of movie credits that he has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From Dumb and Dumber to, you know, Half-Baked to... I can't think of another one off the top of my head right now, but at least those two I know of. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I know we were talking about this a little bit before, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a few a few months ago here, we lost Norm MacDonald as well. As well. I know, yeah. And uh, I didn't know this, but Bob Saget directed Dirty Work, which is starring Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang. That's right, he did, didn't he? And uh, somebody was saying, you know, at that point in time, if you had told them that Bob Saget and Norm MacDonald would have passed away before Artie Lang, they would not have believed you. Right. (laughs) Artie Lang was in such bad shape in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he's gotten himself cleaned up. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, definitely very sad to hear. It is very much uh, so but yeah it's just kind of in uh, a very very sad start to 2022 here mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah well hopefully things will shape up to be better in the future here that's what we're hoping that's what we're hoping yeah <laughs> um but to, to go on to some of the other movie news that we have mm-hmm. uh, one thing i did want to talk about is the next taika waititi movie okay which uh is going to be <laughs> It's a soccer comedy called Next Goal Wins. Okay. It was going to star Army Hammer, but Will Arnett has taken his place. Army Hammer has stepped down. Okay. Uh, what is there... Do we know if this is supposed to be, like, a comedy or... Yeah, it's a, yeah soccer comedy. Okay. So, basically, it, what it looks like is that uh, Taika Waititi had reshoots... And mm-hmm. Army Hammer was not available, and so his role uh, was basically then given over to Will Arnett, mm-hmm. and that was the an, an executive of a football federation, uh, and, sorry, an executive at the football federation American Samoa. Okay, American Samoa soccer team. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Known for a brutal 2001 FIFA match where they lost 31 to nothing. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow, that's quite yeah, that's quite the upset. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll be uh it'll be interesting to see here. Mm-hmm. You know what else was interesting to see? What was that? We now have a detailed picture of Paul Dano as the Riddler. It's about time. <laughs> Which they are going very much for a zodiac kind of vibe. Uh yes, very much so. Like it looks like a mask with a raincoat kind of trench almost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and of then course like, his, a, like a uh, question mark question, painted on yeah mm-hmm. but it almost <laughs> looks like a compass kind of on there as well around the question mark it kind of does yeah and just wow hmm well we don't have to wait too much longer for that new batman movie to come out maybe unless things get worse but yeah i get you <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i was i was more thinking of Oh hey guys, you know we're just kidding. We're gonna we're gonna integrate it into the uh, DCEU. Ha 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 ha. We need to do reshoots. 
Oh, I could see that. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> gonna happen, but I can I can see it happening. I wouldn't put it past Hollywood at this point. Yeah. Although, if the director has anything to say about it, then no, it will not happen, is what right. it's sounding like. <laughs> Go Matt Reeves. Right. Right. Uh, speaking of directors, mm-hmm. Wes Anderson, there's a fun okay. director. Mm-hmm. He, is, he is going to be directing a Roll Doll story, a movie about it based on a Roll Doll story. See, I've never heard of this one. Neither have I. I was kind of very confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently this is... Uh, this is going or being made by Netflix. Okay. And it has Benedict Cumberbatch uh, as as the starring role. Okay. Uh, although, sorry, I'm kind of reading through here as well. But he did do a Roald Dahl book before. Mm-hmm. The Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's true. He did. Which everybody is like, love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, so, basically, it looks like Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, mm-hmm. Benadryl Cabbage Patch. We'll be playing uh, Henry Sugar, mm-hmm. and it'll, it's basically a collection of, of short stories, which is a mix between fact and fiction, uh, which is the tale of how Roald Dahl became a writer. Okay. But not, we not only have uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> we also have Dev Patel, Ralph Fiennes, and Ben Kingsley joining in to the movie. Wow. That's quite the cast. Yes, yes, it is. So I... So feel like do, it'll, be, it'll be good. Most definitely. Do we know if this will be live action or if it's going to be in the style of the Fantastic Mr. Fox and uh, Isle of Dogs? <sighs> or don't we have that info yet? I, I would like to say it would be live action. Okay. But at the same time, since it's a Roald Dahl book, you never know. You're right. That's what I was thinking. But, I mean, like... I can definitely see see it being along the lines of, you know, Grand Budapest Hotel, or oh, that could be, yeah, or even um, Steve Zissou. Okay, yep. The more uh, uh, aquatic adventures or whatever. Yeah, life the aquatic. life aquatic yep. of Steve Zissou, or yep. however you say it. Yep. Couldn't remember that for a second. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so that should be. I think that should be fun to watch. Almost I mean, definitely. I, I always enjoy Wes Anderson movies, you know. You know how often I've I've sang the praises of Grand Budapest Hotel. I oh mean, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> can't even count it on two hands. <laughs> but I mean, it's been out for eight years now, uh, coming on eight years here. Wow, I still have to see the French Dispatch. Yeah, me too. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. We are just a couple of buttheads. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, at least we're not Beavises. Uh, <laughs> cool. Speaking of, we have a Beavis and Butthead movie confirmed mm-hmm. coming to Paramount+. Plus. Have you seen the animation f- for this? The, like, drawings? I- I've seen the character drawings from Mike Judge. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, basically, Beavis and Butthead are all grown up. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, 30 years down the road from their 90s TV show. Like, Beavis looks amazing. Butthead looks like a mixture between Butthead and Bill Dotry from King of the Hill. <laughs> I mean, Beavis looks a bit like Dale. He does. Which, I mean, would make sense since it's the same person. Right, exactly, exactly. But, I mean, it's going to be a, a full movie now, so I feel like it's going to yeah. be... It's, it's not going to have the same very jumpy animation. Mm-hmm. So it won't feel the same, I, I think. But at the same time, I feel like... I mean, it is Mike Judge. Yep. It's still going to be Beavis and Butthead. They're just going, going to be a little bit older and not a lot wiser. But you know where you'll, where you'll never find Beavis and Butthead? Where's that? On Disney+. Plus. Speaking of Lame. Disney+. Plus. Uh, we have that new uh, Red Panda movie, Turning Red. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it is going to be exclusively on Disney Plus on March 11th. Oh, cool. Okay. So it is completely skipping the theatrical release and going right to Disney Plus. Okay. Which I guess some people are like, oh, so it's terrible then. 
No, I think that's the right move, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think so. And it'll yeah. be it'll be good. It'll be great. I'll watch it. Exactly. I want to see it. See it. They already have two viewers. Yeah, but I I, I share my Disney Plus with the uh, people in the house. I don't actually pay for it. Um. <gasps> okay. All right. We're all that's one fair. household. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So we got Disney Plus turning red, March eleventh. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know what else is red? What's that? The DVD case of Lucky Number Slevin. You know who's in Lucky Number Slevin? Is, is it Josh, Josh Hartnett? Hartnett? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always have... use Lucky Number Slevin when you talk about I Josh love, Hartnett. I love Lucky Number Slevin, okay? I love that movie too, but, like, <laughs> he's done other things. Well, that how are was decent. I supposed to, just supposed to put in Pearl Harbor? I mean, come on. <laughs> You could have used 40 Days, 40 Nights. I never watched that one. Oh, it was decent. You should. Uh, but yes, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> From Lucky Number 11. Yes. Um, apparently, he is going to be in the new Christopher Nolan movie, Oppenheimer. So this, this is the one that we've been talking about for mm-hmm. months now. You're right. With uh, uh, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Florence Pugh, Rami Malek, C- uh, Killian Murphy... That that cast just keeps getting better and better. I I honestly love it. It is going to be fantastic. I mean, the most of Nolan's budget will be on like the budget or not the budget, but paying them. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my smartest moment. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, yeah. I mean, like maybe, but then look at something like inception or you know even uh dark knight Mm -hmm. and look at the casting for that too but then look at how much they were able to do with their budget i mean they had a huge budget and he has a huge budget for this one too Mm -hmm. or even tenant you know right um but yes yes it's uh it should be pretty fantastic i keep using fantastic it's gonna be awesome that too uh one thing that I'm not sure is going to be awesome yet because we haven't seen or heard really anything about it mm-hmm. is Ridley Scott's kit bag. Now, this is this is the Napoleon movie that Ridley Scott is doing with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we talked about it before where Jodie Comer was going to be playing uh, Josephine, okay. which is Napoleon's wife. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jodie Comer is uh, has exited the movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, uh, so it looks like due to the official official reasoning is due to covid and changes of schedule okay uh, so scheduling conflict mm-hmm. she wasn't thrilled about the development calling it rubbish because she had just she had just done um the movie that nobody went to go see uh the last duel yes. with ridley scott mm-hmm. and now they're going to be reteaming up for kit bag but now she can't do kit bag so jody comer has exited and we already have a new josephine and Vanessa Kirby, apparently. Wait, Ridley Scott also did House of Gucci too, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's two movies in one year that nobody went to really go see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit, a little bit. Which, I mean, th- Ridley Scott's a great director. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just surprised that people, like, I, I, I wonder if that has anything to do with the reason why she left. I mean, from what it says, it doesn't sound like it. Because, it, like like it said, it was saying that she... The report said that Jodie Comer said that it was rubbish, that she wouldn't be able to do the movie. Okay. Due to scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. So, if that is actually the case, then I'm sure she and, and Ridley Scott are still, you know, on good terms. And if she has an availability to be in a movie of Ridley Scott's again, then she it sounds like she might be willing to if there's uh, uh, a character for her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now we have uh, Vanessa Kirby coming in. I like it. Okay. We will have to wait and see what this looks like. But I mean, I like Vanessa Kirby, so. Yeah. It should be uh, it should be fun seeing her go from uh, Mission Impossible to uh, Josephine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what should also be interesting to see is how Gareth Evans reimagines his movie The Raid with michael bay and patrick hughes for netflix <sighs> okay 
I mm, mm, I love the first movie. Me too. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're going to... Okay, so this version is going to be set in Philadelphia's drug-infested Badlands, where an elite, un- under- under- bleh, elite undercover DEA task force mm-hmm. climbs a ladder of cartel informants to catch an elusive kingpin. So, yeah, I mean, it... I like the fact that Garrick, that Gareth Evans is is doing this. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't like the fact that Michael Bay is attached because it's just gonna make it. It's just going. He, he's gonna bay it. He is. Well, and I mean, it, like if if he's, it looks like Michael Day Michael Bay is just producing. He's not directing. Patrick Hughes is directing. Okay, but I do so, know that if we look at. Which, which that, that does give me a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. Just because if we were to look at Michael Bay's producing and not mm. directing. I mean, he's been a producer on a lot of good horror movies. Right. So, I mean, the, the Purge movies, I believe. Or at mm-hmm. least he produced The Forever Purge. He was producer of A Quiet Place Part 2. Yep. Uh, Six Underground. Mm-hmm. He produced Pum- uh, Bumblebee. Great movie. Okay. And he was a producer of the first Purge and a Quiet, the first A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Um, Ouija, Origin of Evil, and Ouija. I never saw those, but okay. He was a producer on Pain and Gain. Yep. Uh, producer on the 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. The 2009 Friday the 13th. Yep. He was a producer on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning in 2006. Mm-hmm. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003. And Amityville Horror in 2005. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's done a few produ- producing stuff that didn't necessarily have a Michael Bay feel to them, right? It it, it just makes me nervous because I love the raid so much. Even the sequel, I know not a mm-hmm. lot of people like the sequel, but I did. Mm-hmm. It, it it's just a movie that's so close to my heart that I just don't want to see it get ruined. Right? No, I I completely understand. But I will give it a chance. I will. But I may not like it. I, I may be kicking and screaming. No pun intended. So, <laughs> Patrick Hughes. Mm-hmm. Let's go through his directing, shall okay. we? Sure, let's do it. Uh, we have three short films. And then in 2010, we have Red Hill, which I've never heard of. Yeah, me neither. 2014, we have The Expendables 3. Okay. 2017 we have the hitman's bodyguard okay and 2021 we have the hitman hitman's wife's bodyguard and now we will have the man from toronto this year and then he is in pre-production for the raid okay i did not see the second hitman or the hitman's wife's bodyguard i did see the hitman's bodyguard i really enjoyed that movie i did Mm -hmm. so we'll have we'll have to see i mean i'm i'm glad that gareth evans is attached but We'll have to see where Patrick Hughes and Michael Bay and them take this. Yes. <laughs> where everything, yeah, I, I just have to see how everything comes together. Right, right. So, apparently the producers, which, uh, one second. Yep. So, Gareth Evans is a an executive producer, not like a producer-producer on it. Mm-hmm. So, it looks like possibly either Michael Bay or... XYZ films in general just said we're incredibly excited about Patrick's unique vision for this film it is a distinctly original take on the material which promises to pay great respect to the original film while also bringing a fresh approach and perspective that will set its own course in the action genre I just hope it's less guns and more martial arts and to just keep it in the vein of the of the original yeah I mean if it's going to be in Philly probably not yeah I know but we can always hope of course, it might just be this uh, very elaborate April Fool's Day prank that they're all playing on us. <laughs> Speaking of April Fool's Day, uh-huh. Morbius has been moved to April 1st, 2022. Uh, why do they keep moving this movie? There are theories. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I give credit to these theories that I've heard. Well, I know the biggest one I've heard is that they moved it because th- because they think it sucks. Okay, I have heard that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that I've heard is that they were doing reshoots and adding somebody in. 
Hmm, okay. I wonder who that, who could be. Well, it's a Sony movie. It's a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Not and Tom I'm, Holland. Right. What I, so this is, this is the, the running theory for some people. I don't know where they get are getting their information, so don't quote me on this or anything like that, but mm-hmm. uh, they're saying that possibly Andrew Garfield I would be okay with that since he is a, a Spider-Man villain. And then I guess Andrew Garfield did say that he would be very much open to an amazing Spider-Man three. Oh, don't toy with my heart. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I mean like that, that's just Andrew Garfield saying that that's nothing coming from the studio. That's nothing coming from uh, Marvel, anything like that. Well, right. They want to have him since Tom Holland won't be in he. Well, okay. Since it's the separate timeline or the separate universes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it would make sense for Tom Hardy to meet with a Spider-Man, and since it can't be Tom Holland, then Andrew Garfield would be a good replacement. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we do have it moving to April first. Yeah, uh, April Fools. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how how well uh, Babyface makes it as a, a doctor, mm-hmm. seeing as he couldn't really make it as a as a Joker. Right. Um, <laughs> that was his character's name, right? Yes, 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 yes. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're you're talking on for Morbius, right? Yeah, I believe it's like. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm more talking uh, like Babyface. Babyface, 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 Babyface. I'm gonna get there. Hold on, give me two seconds. Oh, sorry, I was incorrect. Angel Face. <laughs> Angel. But we don't talk about this movie. Angel. That's the first rule. Oh, Face or <laughs> not Face Fight Club. <laughs> hey, I said don't talk about it. oh man so well like i said we'll have to see if angel face uh can make it as a doctor seeing as uh he couldn't make it as a as a clown yep but uh yes with that that's the end of our movie news oh which means you should visit us at Facebook or facebook.com slash movies are a thing we also on twitter and instagram at movies are a thing no space to dash slashes anything like that at movies are a thing come on over say hi we're there most of the time sometimes i try (laughs) we both do (laughs) sometimes Uh, people are better than others but yeah travis being way better than me i try i try (laughs) but with that with the with with that little message in there we should move on to some movie trailers let's do it the first one that we had was a final trailer for jackass forever Mm -hmm. oh sorry uh Jack forever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we sure did. It looks so good. I I'm so excited to see this. Yeah, I mean, like you really don't have to worry about watching the trailers to give away any plot points because there is no plot. No, it's just people being stupid and getting hurt. <laughs> right. Uh, uh. But they added new character or new people, new characters, mm-hmm. new people. Mm-hmm. Which they also had a little feature called New Year New Crew, where they where you actually got to meet a few of the new people that, that joined in with them. <laughs> oh, did you laugh when you saw that one of them was named Poopies? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was still trying to figure out if that was actually his name that he was going with or mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on with that. Right. <laughs> So, oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it should be fun time. It should be. I can't wait for February fourth. There you go. There you go. The next trailer that we have is for Moonfall. Mm-hmm. Now this is the new Roland Emmerich, right? It sure is. Yep. And uh, it has a lot of people in it. Oh, it sure does. I'm a little bit more excited for the movie now after this trailer i will have to agree with you on that because i know the last trailer we both agreed kind of made it seem 
a little dull. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, it seemed like they cranked up the camp and just are having a fun time with it kind of thing. Right, right, right. I still don't like the alien part of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it looks like a heck of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's going to be a major, you know, kind of destruction movie. Yep. <laughs> lots of, lots of, lots of, you know, cities being destroyed and all mm-hmm. of that. And NASA being flooded out by a giant tidal wave. And I will have to say the highlight of the trailer is the dude from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, the guy who he played was hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can never remember his name. I, I, I can't either. <laughs> John Bradley. Mm-hmm. How can I never remember his name? His name is great. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, he was... Really? He was in World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth as Apprentice Martin Webb. Wait, was that the... Is that the live-action, like, movie? No, no. That's just I... Warcraft. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember that title being on there, but okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> he was in the Brothers Grimsby, Grimsby mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously Game of Thrones. Right. You don't you don't see him in too much, but I think he did very well. At least it looks like he's going to do very well in this movie. Right. And hopefully that's not just the best things in the movie. Right. That we yeah. saw. No, there's that too. Absolutely. But Roland Emmerich, he knows how to make a destruction movie. Besides Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, he did 2012 as well, right? Yes. Yes, he did. And that one kind of got uh, poo-pooed on a lot. I enjoyed it. I, th- I like that one a lot more than I did Independence Day Resurgence. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, was, was it 10,000 BC as well? I believe he did. Yes. Yep. Let me, let, me, let me pull this up here quick. Okay. He did Midway as well. Completely forgot about that. I forgot about Midway. Oh wow! <laughs> what? So I'm I'm looking at his Rotten Tomato scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his second highest rated movie is The Patriot from 2000. Oh, that's a good movie. Okay. With a 62 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. His highest movie is Independence Day, with a 68 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> What? I figured Godzilla would have been on there. That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, with Matthew with Matthew Broderick. Yes. Uh so it looks like his lowest rated movie. I've never even heard of that one, so we're gonna take that out of there. Okay. Uh there's actually a tie critic wise. Okay. Uh they are both sitting at nine percent for the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And that is 10,000 BC. Oh, that movie's trash. Okay. And Stonewall from 2015. Stonewall. I don't remember ever hearing about that. Uh, let's see here. Kicked out by his parents, a gay teenager leaves a small town Indiana for New York's Greenwich, Greenwich Village, where growing discrimination against the LGBT community leads to riots on June 28th, 1969. Roland Emmerich made that? Huh? Roland Emmerich made that? Directed it, yep. Really? That that does not seem like something he would make. But good right. for him. All right, all right. Well, I mean, he made The Patriots. I can see that because, I mean, that's just that just seems like something he would make, too. Mm. But I, like, Stonewall just, it's, it's not destruction enough. <laughs> Roland Emmerich is is the Michael Bay of destruction movies of, of disaster movies. I should say, I was going to say, I feel like Michael Bay is the Michael Bay of destruction movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's see here. Let's look at his highest audience score. Okay. Ah, the highest audience score for Roland Emmerich mm-hmm. is midway with a 92%. Really? I didn't think that one was that great. Well, this, this is just, you know, a three out of five or higher, basically. Okay. All right, all right. Stonewall with an 84. Mm-hmm. The Patriot with an 81. Uh, Independence Day, 75. Stargate. Stargate. He did Stargate with a 73. I never, I never did see that. Oh, it was good. I, I, really didn't like, I really liked it. I mean... That's what I've heard. It, it's kind of dated now because it's from 94, but... 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, where did it go? Uh, White House down, 62. And then it starts getting into the uh, rotten stuff. But <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes. So, Moonfall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 might, I might try to see it. We'll see. We'll see. Right. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but at least I'll try and catch it some way. Like, in some, in some way, I will try and see this. Right. Right. Okay. Well, the last trailer that we had this week mm-hmm. was for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Which is something that we've talked about endlessly here. Yes. Apparently. Um, wow. That is a very stylized film. That is that is all I really have to say about that. I like I really want to try and catch that in theaters since I don't have Apple TV Plus. Right. So I think I think I might have to go out of my way to see this. Well, let's see. Uh Well, it looks like you have to go to Oh, interesting. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. as of recording, mm-hmm. uh, Landmark Lagoon in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, AMC in Roseville. Okay. AMC Southdale and Alamo Drafthouse. Ooh, Alamo Drafthouse. In Woodbury. I've wanted to go there. 6.45 and 9.35. Mm. PM, not AM. Right. <laughs> um yeah yeah that sounds good i will have to check that out okay okay well going from uh, that last very very stylized looking trailer (laughs) to our first movie premiering this week Mm -hmm. which is what that is so weird the tragedy of Macbeth, which is rated (laughs) r what a crazy random happenstance right jeez (laughs) power hungry Macbeth sets his sights on the scottish throne after receiving a prophecy from a three witches now for this movie imdb has it at a 7.7 out of 10 rotten tomatoes is sitting at a 94 percent certified fresh and metacritic is sitting at an 88 metacritic must see like i said before i so look forward to seeing this yeah it looks like it's gonna be pretty good pretty good and that cast is just amazing yep not like we haven't talked about this before but <laughs> yeah i mean like okay i mean even in just in the trailer denzel mm-hmm. washington obviously is going to be one of the main ones uh francis mcdormand yeah brendan gleason mm-hmm. it's going to be great directed by joel cohen mm-hmm. fantastic oh a little minnesotan pride yeah well because of the because of joel cohen yeah yeah <laughs> For people half. who from Minna, who is not from Minnesota, but yeah, <laughs> half, half, half. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that one looks pretty good. It sure does. You could say it looks like a scream. Oh. Speaking of the next movie that we have, uh huh, is Scream, which is rated R. Oh, by the way, Tragedy of Macbeth is rated R as well. Uh, <laughs> scream, which is rated R. Twenty-five years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodboro, California. A new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Now, uh, IMDB does not have a score for this one. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes does not have a score for this one. And Metacritic does not yet have a score for this one. That's surprising because there's already been reviews for it saying that it's fantastic. Like, I don't... I, I don't know if they can put out their full reviews yet, so they... I suppose, right. Like, they, they can put out the, yeah, it's great, yeah, it's bad, whatever, mm. but they can't put out their full reviews yet. Right, okay. Well, I know for a fact that you're not going to see this. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> so I will have to give my review for when I, for it when I see it, because I'm excited... I've I've loved this franchise, and I'm excited to see how somebody other than uh, Wes Craven does with this franchise. Right, right. Should be interesting. It should with be with some returning definitely. characters. Mm-hmm. It should be a scream. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, ah, ah. You know, all I hear is blah blah blah. <laughs> Speaking of. The last movie that we have is Hotel Transylvania Transfermania, which is rated PG. 
Mm-hmm. Drac and the pack are back like you've never seen them before in Hotel Transylvania Transformania. Reunite with your favorite monsters for an all-new adventure that presents Drac with his most terrifying task yet. When Van Helsing's mysterious invention, the Monsterification Ray, goes haywire, Drac and his monster pals are all transformed into humans, and Johnny becomes a monster. In their new mismatched bodies, Drac, stripped of his powers, and an exuberant Johnny, loving life as a monster, must team up and race across the globe to find the cure before it's too late and before they drive each other crazy. With help from Mavis and the hilariously human Drac Pack, the heat is on to find a way to switch themselves back before their transformations become permanent. Now, IMDb does not have a score for this one. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 56%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 45 which this is the fourth movie. It doesn't really surprise me. And I really honestly don't care because I want to see this. <laughs> I was sold when we first saw that first trailer. Right. It made me laugh. <laughs> exactly. And that, I mean, with this kind of movie, that's all you can really hope for. Exactly. I mean, sure, it's Adam Sandler, but I can take it. Well, it's not just Adam Sandler, though. Right, right, right. It's Andy Samberg. <laughs> and Selena Gomez. Yep. But it has the usual suspects in Sandler movies, though. <laughs> <laughs> A few, yeah. Like David Spade and <laughs> Kevin James. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Uh, <laughs> um, gosh. Uh, I know there's others. I can't think of them. <laughs> right, right. Sorry, I got the, I got, I had a trailer playing. Amateur. Right, right. So, I mean, for a family movie, it looks like it's going to be fun. Good thing to, to distract the kids with. Exactly. You know. Or just sit down as a family and watch it and, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the, the humor that's in it. Most definitely. Quick question. So yes. is, is this movie going to be released in theaters or is it going to just be on Amazon? This one is, as far as I know, just going to be on Amazon Prime. Okay. But we've been talking about it forever. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring it up. Sure. No problem. I just wanted to make sure that we got that out there just so people are like, why well, isn't it in theaters? Those guys on the podcast said so. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the last movie that we have for today, which means, Travis, uh, Travis. Yes. What order do you want to see these in? Because you want to watch all of these. I do. Um, well, I'm going to go Scream first then Tragedy of Macbeth, and then last, Hotel Transylvania. Okay, okay. And I think I know yours. <laughs> What's that? It's going to go, I think, I think you'd want to do Hotel Transylvania first, and then it would go Tragedy of Macbeth, and then Dead Last would be Scream. Travis? Yes. You know me so well. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, I was thinking about switching it up and be like, no, I want to do tragedy first. But I was like, no, nah, I, I can't. No, I got to do Hotel Transylvania first. Yep. <laughs> Just because I feel like that's more your speed. And then like if you would you want to see tragedy, but like obviously it's going to be harder to find. So mm-hmm. that'll be second. And you obviously don't want to see Scream. So <laughs> right. Right. Well. I think everybody that's listening should let us know which ones they want to see by visiting at Facebook, where facebook.com slash movies are thing, or on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing, no spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that, at movies are thing, or come on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we have that over there. Travis. Yes, sir. Do you have anything else you would like to say about I... any of the movies or news or anything in general? Uh, I do not, sir. Well, then I do believe it is about that time. Blah, blah. Here it comes. Blah, blah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us.
they are recording. Yes, yes. Alrighty. We should probably think um, long and hard <laughs> about um, movies. Uh, well, and things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Ara. Ara. Yeah, Ara. As in. Are you serious right now? Uh-oh. Really? What did the kitty do? It went from my bed to my desk, knocking over everything. <laughs> Hi. Can I help you? Okay, yes, let's just step on the mouse pad. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. Gotta love animals. Oh, I got a couple of new lights. Yeah. That I can control from my phone. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So I can be like... Hey, you need to dim down a bit. Oh, they're not dimming down a bit. Oh, they did dim it down a bit. Okay, cool. Doug Dimidome of the Dimsdale Dimidome. <laughs> and I want them to be red. No, blue. Purple. Pink. Cyan. Green. <laughs> Go RGB. Good old Reggiebev. Oh, that did not do what I wanted it to do. Show me what you got. <laughs> Can you dig it? For all that news, we we got done at a decent time. We did. Go us. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite. Indubitably. Hmm. 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 I think I'm going to try to get some sleep here. Okay. Um. Yeah. 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 Oh. Ugh. I turned my eyes too fast, or too far. <laughs> you are falling apart, sir. I am. Like, well, I mean, like, you know the, when you have a cold or whatever, mm -hmm. and you just get, like, that pressure in your eyes, and you turn them too far to the side? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's just, that's just what happens. That's just an uncomfortable feeling, yeah. 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 So, okay, okay. We'll see how it goes. Okay, sounds good. Have yourself a good one, sir. You too. All right, goodbye. All right, goodbye. 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 Goodbye.